Amen. Amen. Aren't you grateful that we serve a risen Savior today? One more time, why don't we give God praise today? <laughs> praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. I am so thankful and thrilled that you are here today at the Sanctuary Church for this Resurrection Sunday. Amen. Welcome to the Sanctuary Church. The Sanctuary is a place of life. It's a place of hope. It's a place of love. This is a place to belong. And so if you are here today and you are one of our first-time guests, even one of our returning guests, we welcome you today in Jesus' name. We're so glad you're here. So glad you're back. We are glad to see what God is going to do in your life here this morning. And as we get started today, you have picked a tremendous morning to be with us here on Easter morning, Resurrection morning. Amen. As we begin today, can I share with someone that stories are powerful? Would you agree with me that? That stories are powerful. Stories, they draw us in. They captivate our attention. Of course, we understand that stories can be dark. Sometimes they can be sad. But of course, we also understand that stories can be full of hope and inspiring us to do better. Amen. Stories can compel us to do our very best, to live our best life through Jesus Christ and remind us of the most important things that our lives should be, and that is to honor God and honor the Lord, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. Another thing about stories is that, this, that everybody has one, right? We all have a story. We all have something that has occurred in our lives. Are you ready for some good news here today? You don't have to wait till the end of the sermon to hear it. Can I tell someone this morning that your story does not ever have to end in tragedy? No, we serve a risen Savior today. Amen. I'm thankful today that no matter what's going on in our life, we serve the King of Kings and he's able to, to bring restoration and healing to our lives even this morning. Because of the resurrection story, the story of Jesus Christ, no matter the scars of life, our story can become beautiful. Amen. Amen. No matter the stories that we have had in our past, the things that we've had to endure throughout life's tumultuous times, the story of someone can be today that we are set free by the power of the gospel message, the good news of Jesus being made real in our life today. If you believe that, would you give God praise with me? Amen. I want you to know that a few things as we get started, you are right where you need to be to receive all that you need from God today. Amen. Amen. God has made a divine appointment with you this morning, each and every one of us, and we're here to celebrate his resurrection. We're here to celebrate conquering death, hell, and the grave. Jesus Christ on Golgotha's cross today. I'm thankful that we serve a risen king today. Amen. If there's one day of the year, that really is so important to us as Christians, those that are of the Christian faith today, people of the way it is on this day, Resurrection Sunday. The good news that Jesus Christ is risen from the grave. And because he is risen, we have a hope that it's not in this world, but in the world to come. Therefore, I can walk with confidence today. I can walk with assurance knowing that Jesus loves me. He cares about you today. He, he is concerned about everything that you're experiencing right now. And I'm thankful for his love to be demonstrated in my life every single day. 
The greatest thing, perhaps the coolest thing, is that we celebrate Resurrection Sunday every single Sunday that we get together. The reason why Christians from the earliest of times switched to meet on Sundays rather than Saturdays like the Jews, they would do so because they would gather early on a Sunday morning just before dawn because that's when Jesus Christ was risen from the grave. Today we celebrate the risen Savior. Amen. One more time, let's give God praise today as we get things started. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. I'm reading today from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, beginning at verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 1. It reads this way. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you have received and in which you stand, by which also you are saved if you hold fast to that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you First of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. It was prophesied of all that this is what was going to occur. But I'm thankful today that he did so so that we might have hope in him. Amen. Verse 4 continues. And he was buried and he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And that he was seen by Cephas and then by the twelve. After that, he was seen by over five Hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to the present, but some have fallen asleep. For a few moments this morning, we're going to preach on this thought, on this Resurrection Sunday, that the gospel changes everything. Amen? The gospel changes everything. Why don't you turn to your neighbor and tell them, hey, I know this, but the gospel changes everything. This passage, it tells us exactly what the gospel message is really all about. It is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You see, his death on Good Friday shows the great love that God has toward all of us, toward all of humanity. Jesus Christ, he gave his life a ransom. He lived a sinless life, but he died a shameful death so that we could be redeemed from our sins. Sin. We could be bought back from the clutches of sin today. His burial, it proves that even when our hope looks like it's going to be destroyed. Can I tell someone today the story isn't over? Your story isn't written to the completeness of it because we serve a risen Savior today. No matter the past that you've endured today, can I tell you there is hope and that hope is found in Jesus Christ our Lord. When we look to what it means to be a Christ follower, a person who is a Christian, well, the resurrection, it kind of looks different than other faith traditions. What makes Christianity different from other faiths is that it demonstrates the power of God. It reveals how he can raise us to new life in him. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, jumping down now to verse 12. Now, if Christ is preached that he has been risen from the dead, how do some among you say there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, here's the big thing, then our preaching is empty and your faith is also empty. 
In other words, what we're doing wouldn't make any sense. What I'm doing up here just wouldn't make any sense. If Christ had not risen from the dead, then this just doesn't make any sense at all. The crux of the matter is that without the resurrection, Jesus isn't Lord of all. And there's no such thing as Christianity. Paul goes on to declare that we are all frauds, actually, if there is no resurrection. Verse 15, yes, if we are found false witnesses of God, because we've testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he did not raise up, if in fact the dead do not rise. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile and you're still in your sins. And also those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. In other words, if there is no resurrection, that means we are still stuck in sin because our substitute has not been paid. Our, our propitiation for our sins has not been taken care of. Jesus Christ, the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. That Jesus is our substitute today on Calvary. The sinless one took our place so that we would not have to perish for our sins. Without the resurrection, there is no redemption of sins. And what a sad life <laughs> if there was no promise of resurrection. Verse 19, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most pitiful. But now Christ is, everybody say he is. He is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. In other words, hey, this is the down payment. It's about to happen not only to Jesus Christ, but to everyone because we are raised to life through Christ today. Amen. Since by man came death, by Adam, all right? Since Adam came, by man, Jesus Christ, also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. I'm thankful today that we can be made alive through the power of Jesus Christ being made real in us. If it's not a fact that Christ literally rose from the grave, then we are still guilty before God. Our punishment has not been taken care of. Our sins have not been dealt with. You need to know the resurrection is what brings God's salvation to us. It brings salvation to us today. I want us to help to understand this idea of faith and how we, if we have a faith in Christ, it actually can transform the way we live every single day. Our faith does not have to be in vain this morning. We can rest in the knowledge that because Jesus Christ rose, we too can be raised to life in him. Amen. I'm thankful I don't be stuck in my past, but I can be raised to life through Jesus Christ. And hey, friends, that's good news. Amen. That's the great news of the gospel message that we celebrate here today. According to Paul, the good news is that Christ died, was buried, but that he was raised from the dead. 
He's not dead. He is risen. Amen. Jesus Christ is not dead today. He is risen. And therefore, I can have a hope that's not in this world, but in the world to come today. I don't have to be stuck in my past. The pains or the shackles that have held me back so long, I don't have to be stuck there any longer. Why? Because of the price that was paid for me and that God's grace was extended to me today. I can be made whole in the sight of Christ. I can find resurrection life in me. I can be raised from my sin. I can be raised from my past. I can be transformed into a new creature. All things are passed away, the Bible says, but all things can become new today. Amen. Today I'm grateful that the good news can be made real in my life. Praise God. The events of some 2,000 years ago still have a major impact on our life today. History is very clear that Jesus Christ did exist. I mean, he drew huge crowds. And in fact, we can see through timelines of history that yes, he was crucified. There are no serious thinkers that actually doubt these facts. None of these things are what actually make him unique. Not his crucifixion, because many also hung on a cross. Wasn't the fact that he performed miracles, although he did have a pretty huge following in face of that, because there are other religious leaders that could also boast of the same thing. But the one thing that makes Jesus Christ different from anybody else that lived is the resurrection, is being raised from the dead. I want you to know that you can trust the empty tomb today. You can believe by faith that the reason why we celebrate on Resurrection Sunday is that there is an empty tomb declaring what the prophecies of old told about this Messiah that would come and deliver us from our sins. Jesus proclaimed that he would rise from the dead. Now here's the thing, the enemies, they could never produce this body because had they been able to produce the body of Jesus, I mean, it would have ended this brand new movement of Christianity in a heartbeat, right? Something dramatic happened to transform this ragtag group of Jewish men. They knew there was only one God and that they must worship him. They knew that because of the empty tomb that Jesus proved himself to be God, manifest in the flesh. Disciples, they became this bold set of preachers that began proclaiming, hey, Messiah has come. Jesus Christ has come to deliver the entire world of our sin. Hey, there's hope today because Messiah is here. I can find hope in Jesus Christ. It's not in my own ability, but Christ working in me, the light of glory shining through me because of who Christ is in my life. These disciples, I mean, they were bold. They would turn their world right side up. Praise God. There was something about them, right? They did this with a message that was life-giving life-changing. This man whom you crucified, God raised him from the dead. And now we're called to worship him. Everywhere that they went, they preached that Jesus Christ was risen from the dead and that he was worthy 
of worship. Today we can declare together with those disciples, I know that Jesus Christ is risen, therefore he is worthy of worship today. He's worthy of glory today. I love the Lord and I thank him for all that was accomplished on Calvary for my sin. I thank God for his grace and mercy extended in my life. Where would I be without the mercy of God? Where would I be without his grace? Today I glorify him and thank him that he saved a wretch like me. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. He saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I am found. Praise God for saving me. Would you do that for a moment and begin to praise him and elevate him in your heart and mind today? Amen. This message isn't something you just make up, all right? You just can't make this stuff up. I mean, one thing is for sure. If the Jewish and Roman authorities could have led us to a, a tomb filled with the body of Christ, they would have done so. I mean, what other options do we have? I mean, I suppose the disciples could have stole the body. Um, I suppose that's an option and knew they were lying all along. If so, well, then these guys lied about his resurrection and they got killed for a lie. <laughs> that doesn't make a lot of sense. This was a truth that they were willing to give their very lives for. If Jesus wasn't raised from the dead, Christianity really is the most cruel hoax of all time. But I'm here to declare today that Jesus is not dead. He is risen. Amen. I'm grateful today that he is alive and well. Jesus Christ rules and reigns on the throne of the universe. Every other religious leader is dead. No one else has conquered death except Jesus Christ. The resurrection proved exactly who Jesus was. He was God in flesh here on earth. And that is the good news. Amen. The empty tomb, it declares we have life. Amen. And that ultimately good will triumph over evil. The empty tomb proclaims the power of a risen Savior today. The gospel will ultimately prevail in this world. And I want to encourage someone today that the empty tomb, it certifies that he will come again. <laughs> Amen. The soon coming king. He will come one day, one glorious day. Amen. I'm thankful to declare today that someone needs to receive that kind of hope, that we can look to the heavens and say, is this the day? Is this the moment, Christ, that you will return for a people that are ready to serve you, who have committed their lives to you? Is this the day? Is this the moment? I thank God for all that he has done. Living in the shadow of eternity realizes that my life ultimately will desire to please him. God, I pray that you will help me surrender daily to you. Walk with me, God. Transform me. Mold me. Make me, God, in your image. Now, you might be thinking, Pastor, that all sounds great. I'm glad Jesus rose from the dead. I'm glad to know that he can save me from my sins. But, you know, life is real sometimes, right? Yes. Struggles happen. Yes. Anybody? Sure, yeah, there's some testimonies here. We've gone through some struggles. In fact, I mean, let's face it, the last several months, I mean, yay year, has been a difficult season for many of us. 
We've lost our way. Some of us have just lost our way. And in that, understand, God, help me. How, how does this work in my life? How do the daily struggles measure up to the cross and measure up to Christianity? I'm glad that you asked. Can I tell somebody that the gospel message is not just for your tomorrows, but it's for your right now. The hope of glory is for you right now. Whatever you're facing right now, Jesus Christ is able. Whatever you're going through right now, Jesus Christ is able. Amen. If you need healing, today is your day to receive healing. You need a spiritual awakening, today is your moment to receive all that God has for you. You need to be spiritually, emotionally healed today. We serve the ultimate healer today. He knows our sorrows. He knows our pains. He knows our past. And he is faithful to transform us and provide us a hope today. We can run to him the bible declares that he is a strong tower we can run to it and we will be safe today amen i want to declare hope is in the room today jesus christ is here the gospel provides us the hope of glory today not for our tomorrows but for our right now if you believe that he is a right now god would you begin to praise him and begin to elevate him in your hearts and minds praise god how is this possible the resurrection, the resurrection gives us hope. The resurrection, it gives us hope. We've all experienced it or thought it at some point. There must be more to life than what I see right now. We've all wrestled with this at one time or another. Some of us might be wrestling with it today, day in and day out the daily grind of life, the rat race, so to speak. We go through life feeling like we are missing something. Something is not in sync. We feel like something is out of sorts. Can I tell someone the good news? Jesus is the something that you've been searching for. Jesus is the something that you're longing for. There's a space within your heart today that only can be filled by the power and the presence of God. You can look to other things. You can look to pleasing the world around you, society's affirmation of your life. The only thing that will satisfy our hearts and soul and mind today is Jesus Christ, the eternal hope of all glory being made real in us. So God, today I surrender my all to you on this resurrection Sunday speak life into my circumstance. Jesus is our living hope. First Peter chapter one and verse three. Blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope. I'm thankful for a living hope today. Amen. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. We've been promised a living hope. Somebody say that with me. We've been promised a, living hope. a living hope today. Amen. A hope that means it's a right now kind of hope. All right. I'm thankful today we can have a God in our life today that provides us a right now kind of hope. Because of the resurrection, I can walk in God's power and God's love and strength every single day. I don't have to face life alone, isolated by myself any longer. Jesus Christ is with us and for us. And the resurrection provides us a hope that's not measured in the here and the now. 
because of the resurrection of Jesus. We have a hope for this moment and for every single moment to come. There's some strength in there. I want to encourage someone today. It's just knowing what tomorrow is going to look like, right? Jesus Christ is already there. His presence is there, and he will help you. He will sustain you. He will strengthen you. And today we can have a genuine relationship with the Lord. We can know. We can experience his power, his love in our lives. Some good news today that no matter how dark it seems, darkness will not win. Can I tell someone today, whatever darkness is in your life today, darkness will not win when Jesus Christ is on your side. Amen. Darkness will not be on the victor's side today. Jesus Christ is ultimately the one that will be victorious. And we will rule and reign with him. Amen. Sin does not win, Jesus Christ wins. Death does not win, Jesus Christ wins. He died for our sin and for our salvation. And so today we can confess our sin to him because he is alive. The resurrection proved Jesus has conquered every single enemy that opposed him. Not only has he conquered death, and the grave. He has defeated the enemy. He has defeated Satan and all the powers of evil that's been working against us. Jesus Christ, he reigns victorious today in our hearts and lives so that we can live from victory to victory, from hope to hope. Amen. Sometimes there's some there's moments when we're in the valley, but I can tell someone today there's a, a mountainside around the corner where we will be raised up and Jesus Christ will remain victorious in our life. We don't have to live in the valley, but can I tell someone that, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil because thou, Lord, are with me. I praise God today. He is with me on the mountaintop. He's with me in the valley. How do we apply the gospel to our lives today? That's a great question. The Apostle Peter answered a crowd of people who had the very same question. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 38 and 39, Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall, everybody say shall. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise, this promise that was just mentioned, this promise is to you, it's to your children, and to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord our God shall call. Can I tell someone he's been calling us a very long time? And that promise never ended in the New Testament church. It continues out today. Even today, we've seen miracles and signs and wonders. We've seen people being baptized in the name of Jesus. We've seen people filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Today, I am thankful to declare that the gospel, this Bible, is still being made real in 2021. Do you believe that today? Even in this day and age, I'm thankful the gospel is still being made real in us. This message, this death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Well, we apply this message to our life through repentance, which identifies us with his death. 
through water baptism, which identifies us with his burial, and by receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which identifies us with his resurrection. It's believing in Jesus, asking the Lord to forgive us of our sins. Repentance is turning ourselves around and going a complete opposite direction. We've tried it our way. It's time to try it God's way. Today is your day to make a decision to say, look, I've done it my own way. I have gone my own path, but today I'm going to try it the Lord's way. I'm going to do it Jesus's way today. Amen. Baptism is allowing the name of Jesus to be applied to us in our lives. When we die with Christ, the Bible says we are buried with him and we are raised back up to life. It's the washing it's the remission of our sins forever. It's allowing the blood that was shed on Calvary to be applied to our lives. The Bible says there's a promise of the baptism of the Holy Spirit that's available for every single believer today. Peter told the very ones who had crucified Jesus that the promise was for them. The fact that he would reach out and say, look, I know what just happened. I know what just went down here, and it's been terrible. It is a tragedy, okay? But can I tell you that the Christ that you have killed today, that same Jesus provides us forgiveness and provides us hope. That provides us a, a, a way in which we can have our sins forgiven today. And when they were asking, what shall we do? This was the response that Peter had to them. Today is our day to say, God, I will be willing to allow your spirit to transform me. Today is a day that I will say, God, I surrender my life to you. Today is a day that in my point of decision on this resurrection Sunday, declare that Jesus Christ, you are my hope today. Jesus can take our dysfunctional messes and he can make something beautiful out of it. He died on the cross. He was raised to life. And we too can be raised to life. He paid the ultimate price for you and for me, for all of us. It's a free gift that we can receive this morning. Now, some of you have already decided that this message is not for you. Um, maybe because of all the terrible things in your past. Or maybe you don't come to church as often as you should. Or maybe... Maybe you just forgot to floss this morning and you just kind of rolled out of bed to get here on time. Praise God for that. But look, no matter your reason for being in church here today, can I tell you that Jesus Christ died and rose again so that we might have life in him. Amen. We can have life in the Lord today. The secret is whatever that reason is, it's a wrong reason, okay? It's not more powerful than God's love. Our past is not more powerful than God's grace. It's not more stronger than the power of the resurrection because I'm thankful today that the cross of Calvary and the resurrection story, the gospel, it changes everything. The fact that the very people that Peter was preaching to are the ones that crucified Jesus. It signals to me, man, you guys, you did the most unthinkable thing in human history. The ones that did so were the very first ones to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. They were the very first ones to hear this tremendous message that Christ died and rose again for our sins. 
The gospel is that Jesus died, was buried, and rose again. The good news is that he is victorious today, and I believe we can be victorious as well. Amen? And we give God praise together. Amen. Jesus is alive and that changes everything forever. Amen. It changes everything forever. The moment when I begin to realize who Jesus is and allow his spirit to transform me, it changes the way I walk. It changes the way I talk. It changes my actions and my mindset every single day. The resurrection story proves that things aren't always what they seem. What seemed to be the end was in fact a brand new beginning. The path of hope and deliverance for what we've always been longing for, it's found in Jesus Christ. Things in our life that may have felt like has brought us to a dead end. Can I encourage someone today to say God's not done? God's not done today with you. He's not done with me today. I'm thankful today. So no matter what you're facing, he's more than enough. Jesus has already won the victory today. Amen. And let me encourage you. The story ends by saying that you win. We win with him. Amen. You can overcome today. There's no surprises in Jesus. There's nothing too hard for the Lord today. Your situation is not unfamiliar to him, and it's certainly not too difficult for him. He knows your path, and he has already purchased our victory. So what's holding us back? What keeps us from living the abundant life Jesus has promised us? What would it take for us to move from emptiness to hope? That's really the question, right? And so as we close and as we stand today, what is the thing that moves us from emptiness to hope? What is the thing that moves us from that moment where we just are at our wits end, we have no answer to the point where we can trust in Jesus? For some of us, we have felt as though maybe we have moved beyond God's love. But the good news is his love, it reaches farther than we will ever go or will ever go in the future. That's how much God loves us today. He's able to change our circumstances and our situation today. Maybe you've been serving God for a long time. But for whatever reason, you've been sidetracked. Things have kind of gotten the way. Things have kind of ground out the voice of God. Today's your day for a hard reset and say, God, I want you to be Lord in my life. I want to surrender my all to you and trust that you, the King of glory, can be made real in my life. And that resurrection story, the, the fact that the gospel can change everything, that it can be, be real in my heart and in my circumstance right now. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed, I'd like to make some final concluding remarks before we pray. In this room today, some of us are hearing this for the very first time, the very good news of Jesus. God wants you to know that you can trust 
him, that you are able to be transformed in him. Deep down inside, we all long for the thing that can only be given to us by the Lord, and that is a genuine relationship with him. You have been aching for something more than where, where you've been in your walk with God. Today is your day to make a commitment to Jesus Christ. Today is your day to be transformed from the inside out. Perhaps for some, we didn't even realize that we really needed Jesus. Perhaps we didn't realize we needed him as much as we actually do. Today is your opportunity to say to God, I will trust in you from this moment forward. I am surrendering my all to you. I'm thankful for the resurrection story and I want the resurrection to be made real in my life because today it changes everything. Today it changes everything. The gospel being made real in my life, it changes everything. We're going to pray. And in this room, I want to speak to someone. I don't know where you have been or what you've been going through, but we serve a mighty God. You've come here for a reason, to experience the hope of Jesus Christ. I know you came here early, and I am now trusting that God is going to complete the work in you. But we've got to step out in faith and trust that God is faithful and that God is able and that the resurrection actually does, in fact have the ability to change our circumstances. Sometimes it's the moment that's changed, but sometimes it's our perspective that changes. And so today, God, do what only you can do. Transform us now from the inside out. God, I pray that your will be done in us. Transform us, God. Make us more like you. Right now in this room, I want to elevate your faith today. I want to encourage someone today that God is with you. God is for you. God is not finished with your life today. He's got a plan for you. He's got a purpose that must be fulfilled. His mission is to seek and save the lost, to provide us hope today. There is a hope that we can find only in Jesus Christ. I want to declare that his peace is able to rule supreme in your heart, that his glory can be made real in your life today. We don't have to be walking around aimlessly any longer, but the resurrection of Jesus Christ, it changes everything. In the name of Jesus Christ right now, there are folks in this room, Lord, I pray that you will transform us now. Lord, forgive us of our sin. Forgive us of our past. God, do what only you can do in us and through us, Lord. I pray, God, that you will do and make yourself real in us. Speak life, God, to these weary hearts today. Speak hope to our weary soul today. Jesus, do what only you can do in us. Transform us now as we give you our very all. We surrender to you. Make us more like you. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I'd like to invite you to find a place of prayer. You're welcome to come to the front to pray. You can step out in the aisle and pray. We're going to pray, make this entire place a place of prayer. The presence of God is here. God wants to minister to you. God wants to heal you. God wants to touch your life. Can you just take a moment, begin to talk to the Lord, say, God, here is my circumstance. Here is my life. God, I surrender to you right now. Lord, I need healing in my life. I need healing, Lord. Restoration, God. Restore me, God. God, do it only you can do in me. Amen. There the presence of God is in the house today. Can we all find a place of prayer right where we are here at the front, wherever, but let's make this entire place a place of prayer. The presence of God is here today and God wants to minister and encourage you today. Let's all pray.